grab a beer. We'll put college football in your ear. Let's rock and roll. I got mine. Welcome in, Big Ten backers. Thanks for joining us again. We just had some playoffs. We're ready to talk some football. Yeah, we're talking playoffs. This is going to be a big-ass show for you again. Big-ass dump truck show. Please hit those likes. Please hit the shares. Hit us up with your comments, and we'll get back to those comments after each segment. All right, we got some big big topics to talk about. First one, Washington running back the Johnson is ready to join the Phoenix in the backfield. Expected to play after that injury he took that really gave Texas a chance to win the game, right? What do you think about that, AJ? Did you see that? What did, what did you think when that happened? I was like, ooh, wow. Worst time for injury possible, man. Like, you're talking about Texas gets, what, 15 seconds left in this game to try to win it versus getting the full 45 there. And obviously, they took advantage of that 45. But we're going to get into that game later. But wow, man, like, that injury couldn't have came at a worse time. I'm glad he's good. I'm glad he's able to play. Uh, Johnson has been tearing it up the last, I don't know, three, four weeks for Washington. So, it, to have him back. it gave the DBs situation, though. It gave those DBs at Washington a chance to end the game, man. That play, oh, that, that last play, pass. Man. I mean, it was defended well, and everyone talks about Washington's defense not being that great. They did have a couple guys come back from injury this year and started off strong, or I mean, ended up strong at the end of the year. So, you know, I think some of this defense rating uh, being 54th in the nation is a little overplayed. They're a little bit better than they were all year, and they played good against good teams. They backed it up at the end of the game when it counts. What else we got on these big topics? You got anything oh, for us? Oh, man. I do. J.J. McCarthy, man, is he snitching out the Michigan program? He's saying the players did the right thing, and he's also mm-hmm. saying that other teams had their signs, so they had to do what they had to do Yeah, to keep up with Ohio State because they had their signs in 2019. Is this J.J. McCarthy snitching on his team? Is he just not paying attention to what he's saying? Where's the SID at, man? Like, he's just out there just diamond everybody out. So he's pretty much saying that they stole signs. The players had nothing to do with it, uh, but they had to do it because of what Ohio State was doing, supposedly. And even if Ohio State did it in 2019 when they had their signs, that's because they hired their former coordinator and linebackers coach, which means they should have changed their sign because Ohio State was playing them the following year. They didn't change their signs, and that's on them. That's not necessarily a legal way to get signs. But whatever. Uh, whatever. Just diving people out. And speaking of the scandal, man, Connor Stallions was at the Rose Bowl, man. Ooh. Confirmed. That was interesting. Confuzzy. Ballsy. Ballsy, man. And where not was he illegal. sitting, too? Not Who illegal. paid for those seats? Hey, this game, man. Who paid for those seats? I can't remember his name. Those weren't, those weren't in the cheap seats, man. Was that Jay Harbaugh playing for those? <laughs> was it Jay Harbaugh? It wasn't Jay Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> did he buy them with his own? Like, it was Barstool Sports, it, man. They did it. Barstool Sports <laughs> bought them? I, I wouldn't be surprised. That's kind of cool. all over it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. It's balls. I mean, man. if I, Michigan I, way, they talk about Michigan men, Michigan men, man, they just don't care. Have their coaches back. You can call it arrogance if you want. Uh, but damn, man, they have not taken these allegations seriously whatsoever. JJ McCarthy's mouthing off. Connor Stallion's going to Rose Bowl. Doesn't care what he did. 
Jim Harbaugh ignores that it even existed. It, it's kind of crazy. All of it. And the media is like, it's over. We're not talking about that anymore. And, and JJ was like, yeah, we had to do something to even the play and feel Ohio State was stealing our signs. Uh, th- there's more to come from all this, I'm sure, after the season's over. But we'll oh, we'll see. Yeah, definitely, I think this is going to dominate the offseason outside the draft, outside of your normal your normal stuff. But this will be the biggest story of college football, unless some team decides like Florida State to join the Big Ten. This is going to be the biggest <laughs> story, especially if they win it all, man. If these if the Michigan wins it all, decides. Yeah. yeah. If they win it all and the cheating scandal escalates, is it going to be quick though? It's hard to say. What happened to what Tennessee when their coach got in trouble? It took what three years, four years to get that out. So, will it be this off season? I'm assuming that the NCAA already has everything with that whole catapult rumor that Ohio State was doing it. I'm assuming that that was just uh, a deflection of their own guilt, but I have no idea. We'll see. I know that there was some surveillance that was done that was stolen, you know, and. Ideally, or I guess I shouldn't say ideally, but um, technically, the FBI has some of this information, and it's being spread around to that private investigation unit up there in Ann Arbor. So, um, more to come. Yeah, they're definitely not keeping it away from JJ. Man, JJ knows he knows something. When you say the yeah. players, the players did the right thing, and then you say they had to steal signs because Ohio State had their signs in 2019. That's that's admitting to guilt. Yeah. They but guilty about it. the media doesn't care right now, and we got football to talk about. Well, they care. I they don't think science questions. They ask I don't think Harbaugh questions, man. Jim Harbaugh is like, "What's that? You see that bird over there? It's a cool looking bird. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think it's a mockingbird." <laughs> That's how he I mean, answers any questions about the NFL or about the cheating scandal. He just and speaking like, of the NFL, that's happening. I mean, yeah, it is happening. Gone. Did you I'm see the reports of Cadillac run. Williams? Yeah. That uh, already got offered. They they got offered a job at the Chargers, and Hardball is going to be the guy that goes with them. I also heard the Raiders, so I don't know what's the what's the validity and which team, but he's going the NFL. It might be the Raiders. Yep. It might be the Chargers. He gone. Either way, he gone. He gone. Most likely, you know, I like think coaches, man, they're not going to stick around and take the punishment. They're going to find no. a bigger and better place and leave. You know, these, let's Pete uh, Carroll this shit. Let's get players out. Players they care about handle the punishment. Mm. Those who stay That's will right. be, sus- you know, suspended. <laughs> <laughs> Ineligible for bulls. Yeah, exactly. But hey, man, we got to give credit where credit was due in this game, man. Dude, this was a closer game than the score showed. I mean, Michigan came out and dominated. If it weren't for some mistakes that helped keep the tide in the game and the way the game started off, Michigan almost throwing that interception, JJ throws it. It looked like maybe trying to throw it out of bounds, but giving his uh, receiver a chance. And then it looked like it got picked off. I was like, oh, man, here we go again. The Big Ten's going to get pounded, man. Just absolutely pounded on a national stage. It's going to look bad. Iowa did it. Ohio State did it. Penn State did it. Here comes Michigan giving the game away to Alabama and the SEC. Well, you know what? For a second, it looked like it. And then, you know... Their defense just showed up getting those sacks in the first drive. The punt happens. They muff the punt, give the ball back to Alabama. Alabama scores right away. I think it was a 27-yard touchdown. But then Alabama comes back quickly. And and it ended up being 
13 to 10 at half. It could have been 13 to 3 if they haven't given that ball away. But turnovers are part of the game. Uh, and Alabama's transferring center, he was part of the game too. Not getting it anywhere. <laughs> Not getting it anywhere, anywhere near. These comments are killing me already. <laughs> All right. David Baldwin says, I like butts. Well, you know, and what is that? I don't know. Shoes? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Anyway, we'll ignore those. We'll get back to the comments after we get through this. But Michigan, they just came out and they started taking over the game. Yeah, I I mean, mean, what did you... That defensive line was nasty. It looked like they were going to control this game. When when this first game first started, it looked like Michigan was just heads and shoulders above and beyond better than Alabama. And then the mistakes happened. Michigan also went to sleep. Nick Saban, his second half adjustments, man. Like these, those things were real. Like when everybody says Jim Harbaugh outcoached Nick Saban, Nick Saban shut down mm-hmm. Michigan and started putting up yards on their defense too in the second half. But Jim Harbaugh, that call, those snaps, yes, those they took them back. They were driving down the field to open the third quarter. I, I think we should look at the sacks. Actually, let's take a look at the video of those sacks, yeah, man. Take a look, man. Draw that up. up. Let's go. Let's. Go. I mean, it was that good. We got to look at it, right? Hey, why not, right? That defensive line was just nasty all over the place. That was an awesome play, and that's in the middle of the sacks. But <laughs> that we had to throw it in there because yeah, I mean, it was I, just awesome. That play was absolutely awesome. Boom. Getting back there quick, too. Quick. I mean, this is a running quarterback, everyone. That is like the end of the video. But, Keep yeah, they were back all to over the start. sacks, man. But Michigan – I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide. If you know, <laughs> you know. If you don't, find out. Google it. Look it up. Those you got to see that guy. Both sides of the views are hilarious. The actual tide fans hilarious, and then the the Michigan fans kind of kind of picking at that guy is is pretty funny too. But yeah, man, in this game, JJ McCarthy catching that one handed catch on the trick play out in the flat to throw it thirty yards on the field like that is going to be. You know, a Desmond Howard Heisman post for Michigan forever. Like that play is going to oh, yeah. withstand time. Uh, same with Jim Harbaugh. Talking about that third down or fourth down call he had. Three timeouts, three minutes left in the game, your own 30-yard line. Most people kick it in that scenario. Jim Harbaugh decides to go for it and gets the freaking W, man. Like what a call. Yeah. What a call. I mean, that was huge that- for Michigan, that fourth and two, there there was a series of plays that I was like, man, these are going to go down in history. Like as a football fan, but as a Michigan fan, if there's a Michigan fan out there, you're going to remember that Roman Wilson catch where he jumped up. It looked like three miles in the sky. I mean, it looked like Space Jam out there. He just jumped up and snagged it out of the middle of nowhere. Then stopping Bama descended into overtime and Michigan and specifically uh, Blake Corum, that jump cut. I mean, he jumped like five feet to the left at, you know, running into the line. I, I, we got to cue that one up, man. That man, Corum and Corum jump cut. Man, go together like peas and carrots, man. Don't go move. And, don't let me get Forrest Gump on you. I believe we have a couple of videos of that. He did it against Alabama. He did it against Ohio State. That jump he did it cut against was everybody awesome. he played, man. Well, let's get, you at, got let's that. get at it. Oh, man. I love this view of it, too. It's like, yeah, watch whoop. these jump cuts. Whoop. Look how many. Look how far he jumped to the left. Look at that. Whoop! Mm-hmm. Gone. Gots to be more careful. Whoo. And then Alabama tries to dive out of ear tackle. tackle him. Him. I'm trying to ear tackle him for. You know, here uh, Ohio State, you get some too. He. It was the same exact play. Look at it. 
I mean, like off to the left-hand side. Nuts and controller of tides. Look it wasn't quite as big of a jump cut, but man, he hit that hole fast and no one's going to get him. And that was to, you know, end the game, to seal the deal at the end of the game against Ohio State, too. So, man, How about that Rose Bowl, uh, Rose Bowl setting, man? Sunset. Beautiful. Mountain, Beautiful. College football, the only stadium, the only stadium that actually takes college football seriously, the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is going to be some SoFi, blah, 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 don't give a shit NFL stadium. But the Rose uh-huh. Bowl, man, it is college football. It's like, tradition. It doesn't get any better than that. Man, man, what a game that, you know, got put uh, put upon our eyes inside that stadium. Alabama but, played their asses off, too. Like, we, this did. is the best semifinals we've had since we've had a playoff. It was absolutely amazing. Both games. I mean, oh, you get an overtime game, and then the other game you mm-hmm. get a defensive SWAT to end the game. Like, wow. It might as well have been an overtime. It was last second. Yep. Uh, we got to give Mil- we got to give Milro credit, man. Uh, he has come on this season, despite those snaps that are on the floor, off to the right, over his head, wherever they may be. I mean, if your center has to leave from bad snaps, that's a problem. But he was still pulling it in. He was still getting those plays. I mean, he's dynamic. I think next year he's going to be one of those players that's up there for the Heisman. Oh, he should be. I mean, he. He can launch it downfield. He needs that intermediate passing uh, game. Speaking but, of him uh, launching it downfield, Michigan only allowed one passing yard, one passing throw of twenty yards or more against Milrow, and that's what Milrow's been. He's either with his legs or he cuts you deep. And Michigan he didn't have great stats. Cut that down. He had sixty-three yards rushing. If he wouldn't have had those six sacks, minus those yards, he might have had over a hundred yards rushing. Had 116 yards passing, and it was like a 70, almost a 70% completion percentage. So he didn't have a bad game. But man, Corum didn't have the best stats in the world. But when he need he was needed, he was counted on. I mean, that we just saw that video of the jump cut that was superhuman. 83 mm-hmm. yards, one touchdown, 4.4 yards of carry. McCarthy had 221 yards and three touchdowns, 63% completion percentage. But that defensive line has got to get credit. Oh, they do. They play. The defense had 10 tackles for a loss and six sacks. Insane. Insane. Which is tied for the most that Alabama gave up, gave up all season. So they bought out, man. But let's hit some wow. comments. You got to get Michigan credit game. where credit is due. All right. Oh, absolutely. All right. So obviously we got the Beav likes butts. We got whatever these, <laughs> these things are supposed to be. Uh, Jennifer says, hi, Buckeye Steve. <laughs> David wants a shout out. What up, David Baldwin? Uh, we got Dominic in the house. What Dominic's up, always in the house. He is, man. We got Sydney's man. man. Go blue. And hey, man, you earned it. Go blue, evening, earned it. Gentlemen, good evening to you, sir. And then he said it would have been a better playoff if Florida State got the invite. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way the game played out. I don't think – I think Florida State got snubbed, and I think they might have played somewhat if they had a healthy quarterback close to what Alabama played because of their defense is really good. But I'm not going to argue with the results we got in this playoff. No, it definitely wouldn't have been better. No, not a chance. We had a better chance finding Jesus. It would have been missing something. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. I but mean, anyway, that Alabama, man, Alabama-Michigan matchup was – you know, everyone was looking forward to it. That was an epic, and, epic playoff game. And, and it, it turned out. Two, it turned out to be what it was. Number one. 
one of the best playoff games we've had since the playoffs. Absolutely. But the number two Huskies, man, they hold on, hold on, just enough to that Longhorn to secure a bowl, the Sugar Bowl victory, baby. Man, Michael. The Phoenix. The man. The Phoenix. Get it right, man. Pronounce it correctly. The legend. Give me the Phoenix. All year, man. We saw him at Michigan State. We saw this guy. You can't blitz him. You can't sit back. He'll pick you apart. If you blitz him, he'll pick you apart. He hits throws that you don't see college players making, man. He's dropping Mm -hmm. them in windows that we don't even know exist. He's pinpoint accurate. He's starting to get his running game going since it's been the last three games of the season. This dude is the epitome of danger. Danger, danger, danger. Because I think like these defenses try everything to stop him, and he finds a way to pick you apart, man. You could have a guy double-covered, and he drops it in like – I don't even know how it's laser guided. It's like he's handing the ball off from 45 yards away, though. Like he's Stretch Armstrong or something. Whoop. Like Jesus, man. Go go gadget, man. Like, Here's the ball. I'm not go saying he got Rome. snubbed because Jaden Daniels had some crazy numbers, but any other year, he got snubbed. Okay, he got snubbed. Any other year, he was your Heisman. Yeah. Way to admit it, finally, man. I tried to argue with you. It was all East Coast bias, man. He should have been Heisman. I wouldn't he say it's all East Coast it. bias. I think it's still debatable. Hey. Jaden had a hell of a hell of a year, man. Hell of a year. I don't think it's debatable at all. Ah, I think it's a little bit debatable. Yeah, a little, maybe a little bit, but, but I think he won it. Guess, if he should have been. If did the voting now, it would be some playoff bias, and it would go to Michael for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, but next year there's going to be 12 teams in it, so I think they should wait. Why not? I think they should wait. I think they always should wait. I think there is. There's like. I I can understand. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. Let's get to this game because this game was awesome. Let's not turn it into a Heisman debate. Huskies, man. They stayed ahead of Texas. Pulled away a couple times. Couldn't quite get the the complete pull away done. They had a chance to go up 17 with uh, minutes left in the fourth quarter. Instead, they went up 13. Then they end up giving a, a touchdown away to Texas. And then we talked about that injury Johnson took. Johnson, unfortunately, couldn't quite injury. pull away, man. Forced Washington to time, take a timeout. Gives Texas an extra 40 seconds. And, of course, they take it full advantage. They get it all the way down to the 10-yard line. And we're looking at fourth and goal in this game. Holy crap, man. I did not see that ending coming. I thought this game was yeah. well over. So I good for either. Texas for fighting back. But it didn't matter, man. Michael Penix was too much, man. Praying on the sideline. He's praying on the sideline. You're done. If he's in the, yeah. on the field, you're done. It doesn't matter. Where <laughs> hey, you know, when I saw them beat Oregon for the second time, I told myself I would not pick against them again. I didn't this time around. I got one more chance to uphold that and pick the Huskies again. But man, I don't know. I don't know. Both these teams seem like a team of destiny. This defense is 54th in the nation for Washington. But they came to play in big games. Like I said, they got two guys back from injury that had been out almost all year. Uh, most of those stats were against um, smaller teams that put their defense down when they were playing down to competition. Washington has won 21 in a row. The last time they did that was between 1990 and 1992. 1990 and 1992. Well, Let me say scared. that again. Damn, that was a long time ago. I was six years old, and I'm old. <laughs> The Phoenix, who you're going to show some videos of, was four hundred had 430 yards and two touchdowns. 
Like, let's see those. And then Rome, Rome went through that secondary. Didn't I tell y'all? Didn't I tell you Texas was not ready for this kind of team? They were better built to stop Michigan or Bama. They were not built to stop a passing team like this. So let's get at that video. Man, look at him. Just the left-hander. And then the power, too, that he has. Like, this one's a touch. You know, this is just hitting it. I mean, like, there's no room. But that in between two and covered. two defenders. Between two of them. Man. No big deal. Here's another yeah. one. He's open on this one. Yeah, he still had to float it over two guys. Yeah. And in between a third guy. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he just finds windows. Like these There's, like, no windows. room. I think... It's not this one, but the next one. Oh, yeah, it's the next one. That one was kind of luck. luck. It bounced off the defender. That one, though, down the... Yeah, I think it's... Is it this this one? This one and then the next one. This one was wow as well. I mean, just threaded it. Like, he just beamed it in a laser. And this one, again, it was put in a perfect place. You couldn't put it any better. Yeah, look like at that. right over that hand in between the other guy. I mean, everyone's open on the field when he's out there. Everyone. <laughs> look when at that. Right. I mean, he had less than a fourth of a step. Yeah. When you're just the penalty, it right over your shoulder, working, man. And, and I was just putting this in here to show Michigan does have a type of defense that's susceptible to the good throws, the, the timing throws, the placement throws. I mean, that's good coverage. That is good coverage. But McCord did throw some awesome balls. He just also threw some that he's were just terrible. just inconsistent. Like, he's always been inconsistent. Yeah. He's got times where you're like, damn. He can yeah. threaten needle the too. Man. Right. We'll see, man. This is going to be an interesting matchup between this defense and, and offense. Aduzzi is probably the only one up there with Marvin Harrison that could have got the Blitnikoff, right? Yeah. Like, he, he's been all over the I place. mean, neighbors, maybe. But they get the Sugar Bowl win, Michael Penix, and we do. Do we have it? Do we have it, man? Do we have the All Big Ten National Championship game? So we got <laughs> Washington or, oh, sorry, Washington or Michigan. Gotta get my letters correctly. Gotta go back to preschool. <laughs> get them in there. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this game for a little bit. Whoever's in the chat. Give us your score predictions for the national championship. We got Washington versus Michigan. My quick take, because we're going to cover this game a lot more on Sunday, is you have this powerful offense against this number one defense. Mm-hmm. Who's going to prevail? I, I can't wait to see this matchup just for that. It's uh, good on good in the trenches, man. Mm-hmm. So you have think, the offensive yeah, line. The offensive of the line year. for Washington is pretty good. And that defensive line was damn good. You saw how Washington's offensive line held up against two All-Americans at Texas. And 99 was huge. Sweat is just like, he's an animal. He looks bigger than everyone out there. They still did well against him. They still gave the Phoenix some time. Um, It was impressive. I mean, that offensive line earned offensive line of the year. I mean, they kept the Phoenix up all year. Kept them up, kept them wreck the whole time. To me, there's two different clashes. You got a team that is the slowest team in football at running their offense. It gets a really quick team. So you have two different philosophies 
how is that going to mm-hmm. gel? So you got Michigan who always wants to slow down the game, limit possessions for everybody. Yeah. They're going to beat you with defense. And then you got Washington who just throws a rock, throws a rock, throws a rock, sneaking mm-hmm. Johnson handoff. Yep. And, and Michigan is going to try to pound it. This game is going to be fun because it's just contrast to college football, man. Absolutely. And they're going to try to hold the ball as long as they can. If you're Michigan, you're going to try to run out that clock. Get as the least amount of possessions as you can. They're get the, the ball out of the team, Phoenix hands. The lowest team at running plays in college football this year. And they should It's be. already part of their plan. It's not going to be like we got to yeah. do this for Washington. It's who they are. Mm-hmm. But even more so. I mean, if there's a way that you can do it longer, if you can run the ball, take time off the clock, you do it. Yeah. Oh, they will. But anyways, we're not going to get too far into this game because, like I said, we're going to break it down on Sunday. We're going to get to a commercial break. We got to keep the lights on. We got to pay some bills. And then we got something special. Money, money, money. We're bringing in Brandon. Brandon will be on the set, baby. But let me get you this commercial. It's time to get your bones coffee brewing. Sound the alarms. Something monstrously merry is coming to town. Introducing Bones Coffee's newest batch. Inspired by the giddy ghouls of Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice work, Bones Caddy. Rich premium coffee infused with frighteningly festive flavors. The Pumpkin King. Santa Jack. Frog's Breath. Rough Weather. And Mudslide Boogie. Can't make decisions by yourself? Order them all. Bones also makes a perfectly marvelous gift for everyone on your nice list. And your naughty list. (laughs) Click the link to get these hauntingly holly jolly flavors delivered right to your door. And it's not just for holidays. Bones has coffee concoctions for all 365 days of the year. Bones Coffee and Disney Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's terrifyingly tasty. This year, Bones Coffee will be yours! That coffee is ours, baby. Bring in the coffees. How we doing, Brandon? Brandon, back in the Good house, man. From the, What's the, the Tell us about your podcast real quick, man. You mean, well, I real told quick. you about one. Make I it quick. Another. Come on, buddy. Speed it up. Come on. Nebraska. Let's go. You should I, already I be done. Nebraska one, buddy. <laughs> what's up guys you got two podcasts man you're uh, you gonna run yeah, yourself I thin dual fanship i have a dual dual fanship, fanship. questions I, dual fanship. I i won't i don't understand that don't ask questions maybe it'll become little... one one day man well all right jamie the duck man unfortunately he couldn't where we get hey we got comments saying get about time we get some energy that's Lord right, man. But anyways, it's Big Ten Roundup time. Let's talk about all these other bowl games that happen to be all Big Ten games. At least there was a Big Ten team in it or a future Big Ten team in it. And we're going to start off with LSU and Wisconsin. Man, my Badgers let me down. We got whiskey dicked in the end, went soft when it mattered, couldn't finish, couldn't get her off, pulled a Mario Crystal ball. It was terrible, man. And you know what wasn't terrible? Tanner Mordecai, man. It was good to see him out there. I was actually surprised. Yards. 378. Don't cut him short, man. Over 378. Man. Over yeah, all right. Good. All right, there we go. Way to back up on that. But either way, that defense, that. man. It he was almost four. On that last drive, man. Three sacks. 
Three touchdowns. Two of them were strip sack fumbles. Holy shit, they were receding like your guys' hairlines. Good lord. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, yeah. This oh, man. I got to give love to Fickle, Longo, Tanner Mordecai. Like you said, man, I'm excited for things to come. You got to see him air the ball out. You could kind of see that that air raid concepts kind of get a little bit more work with the extra bowl practices. It's a damn shame we lost this game. It still hurt because we had them on the ropes. Uh, I mean, they were playing a 13-rated team in the nation. They're not rated at all. They didn't have seven their and five. They didn't have their stars though. So let's be serious. Seven and five versus nine and three. But still, yeah. I mean, neither did Wisconsin. Well, with it, fair enough. But one of them, our our star wasn't a Heisman Trophy candidate either, or a winner. I True, say. but still, it makes a bigger difference. Like we talked about with a developmental school like Wash or like Wisconsin is the Badgers. They're a developmental school. I don't think that's going to be like that for long. But they got that new coach. Say, man, the Big Ten's about to get thick, boy. We like them thick, but damn, this conference. Yeah, is thick. yeah, extra cheese curds. Yeah. <laughs> extra cheese curds. <laughs> Give me some real beer, man. None of that Bud Light bullshit. Hey, you better watch out. Bud Light was wanting to sponsor us, man. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, I was just talking, talking about shit. German beer. Just talking some German <laughs> beer. <laughs> All right, B. What, All right, what you did you think about? Are we going to Brandon? Well, Brandon, what you got? Yeah, let's go to Brandon. So it's about time you guys hand me in my pig slip. Um, I. Completely forgot that this game started an hour ahead of the Iowa game. So I didn't realize until last minute that um, there was a game on. And you watched the, the Iowa, Iowa game. game. I watched the Iowa game. But hold on. There's How more. embarrassing. So I was having internet <laughs> issues. I had to walk was- across the street to my town of like 400 people. Okay. That's all we got. <laughs> In when true Iowa bad, fashion. You go to the bar. Go to the bar. Anyway, I get over there, and as soon as that game starts, I see highlights. Wisconsin's up 14-0. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I was like, I did not expect Wisconsin to be up 14-0 that early. And so I was like kind of keeping, you know, I was in my nice little Iowa fashion. I was watching the Hawks in despair, and I had my phone on. So I was looking, you know, keeping track of the game. I'm like, dude. This game is actually looks like it's way more entertaining than this piece of shit that I'm watching right now. So what do I do? Pop on, and sure enough, LSU comes back, scores 14. Yeah. Halftime. <laughs> and then damn it what happens. I shut the damn thing off and I continue to be depressed because that's what we do in Iowa. We we're depressed all the time. Yeah, but did you drink more? Yes. Yes. Well, Bush there you light. go. I mean, that's Bush. what you do in Iowa. That's yeah. all we can you do. You drink. There's no offense. There's no offense. But anyway, <laughs> as soon as I shut the sucker off, what happens? LSU wins. And I was really, really hoping Wisconsin would win just because I just, I like when Wisconsin wins. That's like the one they're, rivalry. They're that Big Iowa Ten. Has. Come on. Let's go. One right. I don't like LSU. My dad's an LSU fan for some reason, and he likes Iowa too. Weird. Don't ask Where's questions. Where's your dad from? Iowa's allowed to do whatever Iowa. they want. Like, there's people in the, the yeah. northern plains areas. They're allowed them. to root for anyone. I'll forgive them. They don't have pro teams. In the last few years. I'll forgive them. I was going to say, yeah, you guys have pro teams. We don't have anything, man. 
Yeah, they just get to pick and choose. They're just like, you know, there's nothing around here, so let's choose someone that was good when we were kids. That's it. So I got I got a quick question for you guys. Is Nuss Meyer coming back for LSU, or are they getting somebody now? They had got rid of their entire defensive staff. See you later. Oh. And they should have. I mean, man, there's not really anyone you should keep, right, after all that? You don't got you don't nothing to add for this uh wash or Wisconsin uh LSU game, man. Nothing. I mean, I was proud of what I was proud of Wisconsin. Yeah. Until Me too. you know Me they too. gave it away at the end. And typical, typical this was like typical bowl season. Like they come out strong, you think that they're gonna give it to them, and then all of a sudden the SEC finds a way to win the game. Yeah, and it just pisses you off. This was definitely a beeve kind of Saturday night where he had a little too much alcohol and couldn't couldn't finish at the end. That was it. Damn it. This game. Damn it. <laughs> All right, let's move on, man. Nobody wants to talk about this game no more. No, I mean, that game's over. It's, I mean, there were so many people out of the game. What's, what the hell's the point? That's why the playoffs are fun All to right, talk about. Number 21, Tennessee gives Iowa its third shutout of the season and two in consecutive weeks, winning 35 to nothing. I don't have a lot to say. Except I do. Thank God Brian is gone. All right, Beef, what you got? Damn time. Been too long. I picked Iowa. Iowa let me down. I'm disappointed in Iowa. The defense. Hold on. The defense had nothing. Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. The only reason Hunter got that job is because his dad put him in the right place, the right time, knowing damn well he wasn't qualified. That's the. That's Brian. That's That's Brian. Brian. Yeah. And Brian didn't want to go out without a show. He was like, you know what? If I'm going to be bad, I'm going to be historically bad. And I'm not going to score the last two games. I'm pissed. Right? And he didn't. He lived up to true fashion. And uh, he's no longer in his parents' basement anymore. Got kicked out. But, hey, we'll take him at Ohio State as the offensive line coach. Come on down. Yeah. he should. The way he runs his mouth, you think he's a tough guy. You think he'd, he'd belong on the defensive line or something. Because he got a little swag to him, but he can't coach a fucking thing, man. Like, damn. And can Iowa do a favor for Phil Parker? He got the one of the, if not the best defensive coordinator in college football, and you can't even give him a half deep, decent offense. Come on. Something. Freaking OC already. Hey. Iowa it, man. Phil Parker. Brandon. It. Yes, Have sir. you heard something about an offensive coordinator coming to Iowa? Do you like, uh, do, you, do you remember your high school days when rumors were spread? Yeah, let's only bring the rumors. Let's do it. I was so, spreading the rumors. A buddy of mine sent me a link this morning to a Wikipedia because we all trust Wikipedia. James, yes, <sighs> absolutely. It's what up, Jack? the best source morning, of evidence. So apparently, somebody went in there and decided to put uh, Zach Lujan. L U J A N. Jackrabbits, baby. SDS, South Dakota baby. State. I do love them. As the new offensive coordinator. Supposedly. But as of. I believe they right averaged 38.3 points per game. And that was like. Yeah. Second or third in the FCS. So that wouldn't be a Something bad like hire. That. No. Um, I can't remember. It, is that this weekend, the uh, Montana? FCS. Yeah, yes. You guys watch SCS? Yeah. Do you? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, any football that's on, I will watch it. Right. Okay. Just checking because some people think the FCS I mean, is 
You could put a YouTube Sad. peewee football game on, and if it's on and there's nothing else to watch, I'll watch it. I'll remember Random that. schools. Yeah. I will yeah, so remember if your son's playing, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm heading that. Um, but anyway, so then right around lunchtime, about 12, I get back on here for shits and giggles and check, and sure enough, it's gone. Oh. <laughs> Correction. Apparently not but, so fast, my friend. But yeah. what's funny about this whole thing is so for the that would have been a good hire. I, I, what's weird is, and this is what really got me going this morning was Matt LaFleur for my Packers. They had, they did the same thing. Somebody got on and announced it. And sure enough, later, like a couple days later, he was hired. Same thing with Matt Rule. It said the same thing on Wikipedia. So, you know, it, it just, you can never... Who's this Wikipedia asshole that's giving everyone information? We need to find that guy. Get him on the show. Up. <laughs> well, I appreciate <laughs> no, you, you guys don't. distracting me from this uh, horrific game. Because uh, I really do not want to talk about it. But, you know, for the love of the show, I will kind of dive into it a little bit. Um, for the love well, of the show. Dude. Let's see what you got. Defense. Where in the hell was the defense that we supposedly had that was supposed to be elite? They didn't show up. There was no nothing. Like the Nico Iamaya Vila just ran all over us. Which, by the way, he's going to be a he's going to be a beast. So SEC fans, watch out. He he's time amazing. for some Boone's coffee. Bones coffee. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. And then we actually got to see a backup who probably should have been starting to begin with because Sir Deacon Hill, who I'm sure AJ knows all about. Um, what is he a knight? No, no. <laughs> he's a lineman, not a knight. <laughs> he thing there. He looks legitimately like a lineman. I have actually seen him in person. He he's huge. That he should not be a quarterback reminds me of Big Ben on steroids. Not steroids, but I mean, yeah. old country buffet. Um, oh, like old country buffet? Are they even around? Uh, Damn, you are in a town of 400 people. I think, they, I think they want to extinct with the Iowa offense. Well, <laughs> that might come back next year because there's a lot of people returning. So that. And they all are garbage. So. It's just going to add more competition to the whole thing. So I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I really. Averaging 14.5 points a game, we might get to 15.5. Uh, 20. Let's 20. do 20. 20. The so goal 20. is 20. You lowered the bar. It was supposed to be 25 this year. We're going down to 20. <laughs> if if Paul Chris comes in, maybe 21 and a half. He's, to be fair, there might go. be more boring than the uh, Iowa offense. Trust me, you ever got? I watched that guy give press conference after press conference. He's. I don't think I've seen bread that dry that you left at your grandma's well, house. Guys, three I weeks. Think we I think yeah, we had a really good showing today. Um, just wanted to congratulate everyone for being here. That's that's how Paul Chris sounds. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he, damn. Couldn't get, he couldn't get excited going ice fishing. You know, he's not a Wisconsinite. That's the case. And, and for another thing, I, I do. Is he a yes man? Because that's really what Kirk's looking for is a yes man. That's what he. Does <laughs> that's why he is. hired his son. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, he should have stayed O line coach. Let's move on, boys, man. Let's Sounds good on. to me. They should uh, hire him as an O-line coach. Oregon. Let's get, get on to them ducks. 
Oregon gets feisty in the Fiesta Bowl, man. Downing Liberty, 45-6. to six. I ain't got a lot to say about this game. Not really worth talking to. So I'm going to talk to you about Bo Nix. Bo Nix, NCAA record holder for starts. 61 starts in his career. Okay, probably not a brag. That just means he probably didn't get drafted, right? But anyway, let's talk about his, his other stats. 17,344 all-purpose yards, man. Second all-time in yards in college football. Fourth all-time in tutties, man. This guy has had a hell of a career. He also passed Marcus Mariota uh, for touchdowns and passing yards in the season for the Ducks. This dude also went out this year, had seven or is it 77.44% completion percentage, best ever in college football in one season. This guy, Bo Nix, man, he has left his mark. He has nixed it. Nixed his mark and his thumbprint on college football. What a what a friggin' dynamic player. What a quarterback. And let's talk about the culture, right? Like he could have set out, he could have prepared himself for the draft, but he wanted to end this game. There was times in he's this like, game where he wanted under He's like Bill Clinton finish. leaving his mark on Monica Lewinsky's dress. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> this dude, man, wow. Wow. Uh, I'm proud of Bo Nix. I'm sorry, Auburn. This is why you are the way you are because you let players like this go or not develop them where they could have been developed. Good job, Tigers. Or damn eagle. Damn it. I'm not sure how that goes. Why you're an eagle and a tiger at the same time? Piece of shit out of me. I'm just proud of Bo Nix. I'm proud of this team for playing, for showing up in a bowl game to show that they really matter, for giving us fans something to look at, something to appreciate. There wasn't too many people sitting out. Whether you're an Oregon fan or a fan of football in general, it was fun to watch, even though it was 45-6. to six. You got to see quality football, at least on the Oregon Duck side. Liberty was supposed to be there, was supposed to be playing their Super Bowl, and they got waxed because Oregon was ready to go. We talked about it before the game. They're like Georgia. They came to play. They wanted to go out on a winning note, build momentum for next year, and just just to be who they are, like be a winner. That's what they wanted, and they did it. And I'm proud of them for it. It was fun to watch. All right, let's. Uh, Brandon, you got anything to add, or we'll get you out of here, man. But what what's the name of your podcast again? You got the the Big Red Backers, Big Red Backers and podcast. That's for my Iowa one. It's going to be coming out in August called the Iowa Backers Podcast. So I'm going to be a busy man. So all right, man, the backers are growing, man. Now we got an Iowa well, backers, backers. Now we got growing. a Big Red Backers. Holy crap, man! Keep tuning in. Yes, sir. In. All right, well, appreciate it, Brandon. Of course you guys enjoy i'll be tuning in appreciate it thank you yep thank you man appreciate it let's get right. uh let's get seattle mad in here he's a buckeye fan and and the next couple things that we're going to talk about one of them relates to the buckeye so we'll be we'll get a little matt opinion on something outside of gambling see how he feels about that oh is he allowed to talk about anything but gambling of course he is because he is i think, matt, I think you have a contract money, don't you Come on, I he am, keeps us in the money. He's allowed to talk about it. I'm contractually obligated to only talk about betting, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got them a few more dollars. We can't get them for nothing else. If that's going to have to, we're going to have to pay another commercial. You know, let's pay the bills. We're going to get mass per- perspective after this commercial, but he's asking for more money. We got to make more money. Let's do it. Let's right, do it. Time to get spicy in the comments. Dan Seasoning, food's favorite flavor. Yum, yum, get you some. I'm Joe Burrito. 
your favorite burrito. Whoa, whoa. Joe, hey. we all know you're the best. What? You can always do better. Try the new Dano's Hot Chipotle. Hey. Ooh, that's spicy. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. Get you some. Oh, man. Let's hit Jack Hugh hit us up. Let's see what he's got, man. Iowa, Wisconsin, Nebraska were my top three dream schools as a lineman back in the day. That's definitely of course. a lineman, man. Good call yeah, there. And he says, the SEC, it just means more. Just means more what? Sitting at home this year? That's all I know. <laughs> means more not going to the playoffs. James Did you see that? Man, he's a fan of the Bill Clinton joke. <laughs> That's the know. only time his comments have actually come through. <laughs> no, Every other time it's through. been blank. He's had a few come through. But anyway. you see James man. Fender? James Fender. Yeah. I, got a, I got a couple of questions for you Buckeyes. One. How does it feel to watch your rivals? Your rivals play for the Natty, man. How's that feel? I'll let you take this first, Matt, because right now I'm a Hoosier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I hearken back to 2011. We went six and seven, got our doors blown off by Florida in the Who Gives a Shit Bowl. And that was kind of a reckoning moment. Got Urban oh, Meyer in here, went 12-0 and that first year, won the national championship the following year. Sometimes you just got to hit rock bottom and get punched in the mouth on national TV and publicly embarrassed, and that's what that was. And I think you saw today where you weren't hearing a word about the transfer portal or QBs. They wanted to talk about, see what Devin Brown could do, all that stuff. They said, screw it. We're going to go get a seasoned veteran bridge quarterback, and we're going to see what we can do. Um, <laughs> so I look at the, all of this, and I kind of say, you know, God forbid Michigan wins the national title. Maybe that's the catalyst Ryan Day needs to kick him in the ass and, and get this program where it needs to be. Um, it could have been me. I don't know. You know, for I all Oregon fans, man, I'm a Husky fan. I don't know what you all are talking about. Go Huskies! Oh, I'm a huge Husky fan. Huge. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sending swag to you all. I'm sending swag to everybody. We're all Husky. Huskies all I know, dude. When I, I talk, when I talk about, the I do Penix, need a Huskies T-shirt for sure. When I talk about the Phoenix. It's always Husky. That's all I know. Yeah. I, are you Are you still a medium Buckeye, Steve? Shh, medium. Uh, <laughs> growing a little bit out of that. At least a medium. Boys Husky, then. Okay, got it. <laughs> Youth right. extra large. Youth extra large. <laughs> For our Oregon and Buckeye fans out there, man, how about this? Oregon and Ohio State fans happen to watch their rivals play for the Natty. Tell us how it feels in the comments, man. Or if you're a Michigan fan and a Washington fan, say something mean about uh, the Buckeyes and the Ducks. Damn Jack it. Got go, Pat, go. That's right. Go, Pat, go, man. Where's that? You see that cheese head? Bam! There it is. There's I don't see cheese, no head. cheese head up there. Come you on, get it down. Put it on. You're gonna squeak on. into the seventh seed. Here we go, game? baby. Go, Pat. There we go. go. Seventh seed in the NFC. Wow. We We still gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna happen. Ooh. Indeed. Yeah. I. You know. I. You're all like sunshine and rainbows, Matt. I don't know. Yeah. I. I think. I don't know if Ohio State's going to do it with the current staff that they have. They better make some big changes. Ryan Day is looking like he was born on third base, man. 
I, I those comments are true. The soft comments are true. The born on third base comments are true. If he makes some changes like he did with the defense when he got Jim Knowles two years ago, I'll have a little bit of faith. But right now, I you got a losing record to Michigan. All right. He definitely is born on third base. But what about this? Will Howard commits quarterback. From Will Penn. Howard has a 58% completion percentage. 58%. It's not good. At least he's run for 900 yards. But he's got a lot of experience, and he's ran for 900 yards. You're getting yeah, the, the, the rushing component. This is this is what Ohio State needs on that third and three when the line's getting beat up. You need that rushing QB. They haven't had that component in a while now. I really like that piece of Howard. Let's also call it what it is. Ohio State wide receivers they get two yards open. They don't get just college open. They get Ohio State open. Think that's going to help with the completion percentage. I like. Let me ask you if this, let me ask you real quick if this is what you want. You want someone that's fifty eight point eight percent completion percentage, forty eight touchdowns, and twenty five interceptions. Does that make you? Does that make you think? All right, all right, McCord, go ahead and leave. Yes, with two yes. with two interceptions. Yes, we'll and, take this guy I, with twenty five. I have this argument on the NFL level all the time. You know, up here with Seahawks fans talking about Russell Wilson or talking about a lot of other quarterbacks. You're not looking at the quarterback you're talking about. You're looking at the alternative. And right now, there are no alternatives. Devin Brown's going to get injured walking the class in the winter time. I know. Like, <laughs> like Devin Brown is notoriously unreliable. Aaron Nolan cannot start as a true freshman. Nobody can start as a true freshman in the Big Ten. You have no options. So you're giving me Will Howard. Yeah. Devin Brown and Aaron Nolan, and you say, Matt, what's your three best? What's your best option of the three? It's Will Howard. You didn't want you the sputtering. The best Will option Howard. was. We didn't want the I'm sputtering like, Lincoln. The best option was not missing the boat like on everyone else that came through we the transfer never have portal. Stolen him from Washington. We should never have stolen him from Washington. He can go back. No, I think he'll be, be good. He's a man. freshman, He's dude. Young. He's a freshman. Give him time. There was, was no form. I, there was I don't no blame him. I blame the coaches. If you're Ryan Day and you can't get a guy who's been on your sideline all year he should have been developed he already was the backup because brown was down then that's not on lincoln that's on maybe he shouldn't have came to ohio state he about killed xavier johnson because he threw a 12 second pass to him i mean there was zero arm strength on that pass and he about got his wide receiver killed so i think it was was, lack of practice i think i think these backup quarterbacks for ohio state just sit by the water fountain and don't do a damn not getting no reps i mean yeah, all right, let's move off of this. We got, we got enough. I want to just play Monday night. So, all right, we got enough of we'll this. Go, let's uh, go. We'll talk a little bit about LSU cleaning house. They got rid of all their coaches. Uh, y'all got anything to add on that? I think it's the right move, smart move. It's the only move. Oh, yeah, that cost them had money. to do it. Yeah, it's either that or the head coach has got to go. So, what are you going to do? Yeah. Is that an option? Maybe depends on uh, if the Michigan vacancy comes open. <laughs> Why would you do that? Why would you go from LSU to Michigan? I don't think it's a. I don't think I don't see that happening. Even if Harbaugh leaves, he he's familiar with that area. He he cut his teeth in uh, Grand Rapids. That's why I say that. Yeah, but he's got a new accent and he's dancing with recruits. Man, he's good. That's true. Hey, you know Motown, they they can get funky. That's true. All right, all right. We'll get to the Big Ten quickies, man. Defensive tackle Williams. He's going to return for his final year at Ohio State. Kind of big news. Y'all didn't see wide receiver, former five-star Ohio State wide receiver who never really panned out. 
obviously started, obviously got some time, got some yardage in, but never really did anything great. He committed to Penn State. Mm-hmm. But nine Alabama players entered the transfer portal, including that terrible center. And guess where that terrible center is visiting? Don't say it. Don't say He's it. He's going to Buckeye Nation. Shut up. Is he really? Yeah. He's, He's coming he's in for there, a visit. He's there tomorrow for a visit. Are they going to put him at guard or what? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to move him to guard, man. I was hoping D tackle. We need some help on the D line. Maybe that's where he's going to go. Um, you know, when you're uh, the team that caused you to lose to Michigan and Alabama and he goes to Ohio State, that would be. <laughs> that's not going to fit well. <laughs> it caused Alabama to lose to Michigan. Let's give him another try. <laughs> that one's too funny. That's about the damn dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's about that's about how the Buckeye Nation goes right there. Like, hey, let's we need a quarterback. Let's get one that has a fifty percent in interception ratio to touchdown ratio. Let's grab a center who can't snap. That, that hey, is, uh, together that they is, should do all together, kinds of wonderful well, three stooges form. shit. You know what's worse <laughs> is what you're saying is an improvement over our current situation. I that's, don't know. I don't agree. I do not agree. You think Devin Brown and um No, I think I think he would try to keep McCord. I mean, hindsight's always 2020, but we should have kept him. I mean, that was his Sam first Darnold, year starting. You call Sam Darnold dead eyes, man, then Kyle McCord must be super dead eyes, man. There is nothing when you look at that face. There's nothing. All right, let's let's get through one more topic here. We'll rush the Buckeyes in the offseason. Uh we got <laughs> oh, we got a lot of that. I guess we should be roasting nuts on an open fire, right? But anyways, Cam Ward, he announced that he's going to the NFL. He will not be a Buckeye. He will not be a Hurricane. He's out. Uh, But anyways, that's it, man. That's it for the regular stuff. Let's get into these. Matt does Vegas. Let's get into these best bets. We got one more bet for the season, man. We ready? You ready, Matt? We'll see. We'll see. So, Give us a bowl update, man. Where, where, Where are we all sitting at? Oh yeah, it's uh you know do we have a standings. We do, and I provided Ooh. it. And uh, B, my friend, you uh, you certainly. I need a trophy, it. bro. Man. I need a trophy. I won the regular season. I won the bowl season. There's one more game to go. I'm gonna win. That. I I will talk to AJ about it. We will get you something phallic shaped. Um, you know, right in your wheelhouse. <laughs> we will figure it out. But yes, B, ten and five. This was after um, the Miami game, Miami Rutgers game. I had taken it. There were two, still two more games that afternoon. That's a part uh-huh. of this, plus the uh, plus the segment we did last week. So twenty four and seventeen in bowl season, fifty eight and a half percent. Very, very good. Very, very yeah. Good that's team. about where I was the regular season too. So yeah, you were uh, y'all are looking to bet in the know. money. I, in all seriousness, I tell everybody, if you're between 55 and 60%, you had a hell of a year gambling over in course of a season. So I got to tell all the Big Ten backers, you got to be listening to Beef. He he is right on it. Um, Can't say the same thing for AJ and myself. AJ, though, 9-6 and last week, 2021 on bowl season, so 48.8%. Good rebound. Good rebound. Me, not so much. Uh, Seven and eight last week, man. Not not strong. Nineteen and twenty-two. I I don't have a good feel on bull season. I'll tell you all. Right you know now. what? You even tried to talk me into taking the over for that Michigan Wisconsin or Michigan Washington game. And it, was it sixty-eight and a half? Do you no. recall? No, it hit the over. It hit. The Did over. it hit the over? All right. 
Because I was like, no, I just I'll, I'll just take Washington straight up. I know the one I had right was Wisconsin covering. Well, get that one. The real nice kicker was you had forty five in the Michigan Alabama game, so you were looking at twenty to thirteen at one point. You know, mm-hmm. Alabama gets a stop. You could be looking at a twenty to thirteen final. They score two touchdowns. You know, overtime is the death of the under. So that one That's went true. real quickly under to over, and then yeah, Washington Texas covered the over in pretty much most closing books. Very nice. Yeah, high five. Oh yeah, I should give myself a high five. Pat myself on the back. Do something, man. <laughs> you can't, man. That's pretty solid. Uh, Again, 58.5%. I, I will tip my cap to that. That is very good from a betting standpoint. But uh, it's all right with you all. Let's kind of dive Let's into, into this game. Let's do it. Here. All right. So this is, this is for all the marbles, baby. Let's go. National title. You had Michigan open up at a lot of books at minus 3.5. You have actually seen that jump to 4.5, although I've been reading reports today that you're starting to see just today – um, you're starting to see the flow of cash going back. So I could anticipate this going back down to minus four, even minus three and a half. Um, so I think it's hit its peak at Michigan minus four and a half. You could see it tip the other way over under in this game started at 54 and a half. You've seen that jump to 56. So a point and a half up on that. Um, as you kind of saw with my predictions of the bigger games, and I did this with both, Alabama, Michigan, Texas, Washington. I went over on both of those, overs hit on both of those. I don't like spreads in big playoff games, national championship games. You just have no feel for what these uh, teams are going to do. I I think Washington's defense, they can do things at times. They can be good at times. (sighs) Price is a stud. Could be a first-round pick on that DN. They've got some good pieces, parts. Michigan's going to put up some points. They just are. Um, Washington, I don't need to explain what their offense is going to do. I don't care how much pressure the front four of Michigan gets on them. Penix can just sit back there two seconds, chuck the ball up, go one-on-one ball. His receivers win him more often than not. I look at a game like this at 56, and I think, okay, 31-27 score, something along those lines. A decent score, not super high. That's going to hit me that over. I like where the money's going with that over as well, so my play here would be over. But how about you, Beav? I'm going to make you go first. What's your thoughts? Oh, man. I said I wouldn't pick against Washington again after I saw them beat Oregon twice in a row. And you say the Phoenix just has to throw the ball up. I think the Phoenix is hitting all the spots, man. He knows where to put them balls, and he's putting them just to be touched by the people that need to touch them. I'm going to go with Washington. Yeah. I, I like that, and I just want to add a little flavor. I did say my secondary pick last week, Washington money line at plus 152. I want to give you the up-to-date on that money line. It is plus 161 on that money line. That is that is uh, Washington straight up, so an interesting pick there. But how about you, AJ? Where are you leaning? I'm in the Matt Will house, even though I guess history told me to take the Steve Will house, but I'm, t- I'm sticking with Matt. I'm going to take the Damn. over. Y'all are I fools, man. I think any team can win this game, and I think any team could win it and cover whatever the case may be. But I still think they go over, and I think the over is the safest bet here for me. Yeah, you'd also have to think that if this is an under game, it's probably going to be pretty tight. So, you know, that that spread scares me a little bit because even a six-point win, like 
UW had against Texas. That's a tight game. That's a one score game, but you're not covering 24 21. Yeah. So you're, you're just not, well, you could also look at 24, you could look at 24 17. Whoever's losing has the ball at the end and they just don't capitalize. That's a close nail biting game, but you don't cover the spread. Um, so I, I just don't see it. I, I could see it being a one score game. I don't see it being an under game. Very curious to see how Michigan gets pressure on Penix. He hasn't had a lot this year. One of the least sack quarterbacks in college football chucks it up super fast. So I think if Michigan can figure out a way to put pressure on him, very interesting. Could have hit the under, but I'll believe it. The run, the Penix is going to run the ball more than he ever has, Hmm. ever. He's got bionic. Since he was at Indiana. Yeah, I mean, kid's a baller. I, I I've watched him all year. I was telling people after an Oregon game up here in Seattle, there's just something, something magical up here. I can't quantify it. You just see games like that where they just pull it out and win. Go Huskies. Let's see. Something about the Phoenix pulling it out and winning. I mean, there's something about it. (laughs) Let's get to some of these side bets, man. Let's get to some of these sub bets we got going on. Yeah. Yeah, so this is where when you start getting into big games, I like to throw in some prop, prop bets. You okay? We spend a few minutes talking some prop bets, see what Just your thoughts props, are around man. these. Talk about I a panic. Let's do it. Talk about I've also got a full list for you all, so y'all want to throw extra ones out that we haven't discussed prior to. Happy to look it up for you real quick. But the first Let's one see. I saw that really caught my eye, Roma Dunze, anytime touchdown. So this is a touchdown <laughs> any point in time in it. It has to be receiving or rushing. It cannot be throwing. So when you're looking at non-quarterback anytime touchdowns, it has to be that. It also has to be that with quarterbacks as well. They can receive it. They can rush it. They cannot throw it. So the anytime touchdown category, be very careful. Minus 143, which not ideal. That's basically saying bet $143 to win 100. However, I'm not in the camp where I like bad lines. It's really what can make me money. I think yeah. is going to get a score this game. Try and stop him. Good luck. They didn't stop Harrison. They didn't stop Adunze. He'll get his score. So I mm-hmm. like that one. Um, yes, give me curious. that one. Yeah. Michael Penix, total passing yards. The over-under is set at 292 and a half. And that is Ooh. minus 114 both ways. Um, again, when you see it both ways set that way, that's kind of where they're hedging their bet. They're kind of hoping to get equal money on both sides. I look at this and I say, if Washington's winning the game, it's because Michael Penix is throwing. If Washington is losing the game, Michael Penix is going to be throwing. So I, I just don't see – you can talk about their running game with Johnson all you want. They've had, they haven't really had much of a running game all year. He's got an injury too, game. man, so that's even more. Even yeah. more do, you re- do you remember when C.J. Stroud lost to Michigan his last game? He had like 394 yards passing and still lost the game. Yeah, but they were down me, the entire they were down two scores pretty much the entire Still game. had that many passing yards against that defense. This defense is designed to give up some passing yards, but not to give up the scores. I think Phoenix has it whether he wins or loses. He's yeah, over the scores. What's the over and under on Penix and touchdowns? So passing touchdowns. Very clear on this. Not rushing, but passing touchdowns. Over one and a half is minus 186. Under one and a half is plus 140. Again, I I just cannot fathom a game 
where Michael Penix doesn't throw two touchdowns. I'm not saying that means UW wins or anything along those lines, but you're telling me that UW's only going to, you know, score two touchdowns or less than two touchdowns and they're going to be rushing touchdowns or special teams. I really don't see that. Even if, you know, two touchdowns is not a lot for Michael Penix. I love the over there, even though it's minus 186. Again, bet a little bit more, get that money, go after it. Um, sneaky play. Think, and this is- think about this a little bit, though. He just had only two touchdowns against Texas, and they went over, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and again, a lot That's of it tricky. is where it is, but I, I just don't. I don't see them running the ball unless they get first and goal at the two, you know, or first and goal at the one. You're not seeing Johnson break off a 27 yard touchdown run. You just, they just, you're going to see Phoenix breaking them off. He's going to be running a lot. Watch. We'll see. We'll see. That's what it was designed all year for. Legs have come alive the last few weeks ever since. And the the only reason, the only reason he wasn't running is to save them for later. Yeah, to make they, sure he was healthy, now he's going to run. There's no, there's nothing to lose. Yeah, and they might have to be reaching for uh, a running game since Johnson had that foot injury at the end of the game last game. He's cleared to play, or he's going to play. That's the rumor. But if it's a foot injury and it's been nagging him all year, does it hurt him again? Uh, but, yeah, you are getting into another bet. You said a sneaky one. What you got for us, Matt? Yeah, so you, you, this is the kid I've been watching all year, and every time I watch this kid, and I've seen him live – three times this year. He just <laughs> comes up with a big play. He's he's the Wes Welker of the Washington Huskies. Like, not getting the notoriety, just comes up with that third and five catch, sneaks out of the backfield. They find ways to get him open when McMillan, Odunze, everybody's covered. And that is Jake Westover, number 37. Again, looks like a slow white kid. You're thinking, what the heck? Kid gets open. Kid catches the ball. Kid finds first down markers. Love the kid. You're seeing an over-under in receiving yards at 27 and a half. This is just one of those situations where they're looking at the wide receiver core. Oh, God, no way, man. No way. This He kid, averages like uh, right about that, 27 yards a game. Like 26, yeah, 29, and I'll tell I can't you, remember. I'll have to go back and I'll have to look at the first Oregon game, but it was like every big catch they needed, they went to Westover. And and again, he still probably only had thirty five yards receiving, you know. And maybe and and that's the thing. But you also have to look at a game like this. You're looking tight. You're looking matchups. You're looking options. They're going to be looking Odunze and McMillan. They're going to be tight on those wide receivers when you're getting that tight end slash halfback that's sneaking out of that backfield, getting those first downs, catching those plays. I like that twenty seven and a half. I like the over there. And it's minus fourteen, uh, minus one fourteen for over and under. So, um, any other ones kind of pop to your mind? Props, game props, player props. Not for me, but I would like to get into uh, some of these comments, man. We just had a couple of good. Yeah, ones we got to get into those comments for sure. We do, no doubt. All right, Jack Hugh, man, he's hitting it. Does Phoenix go down with the Cam <clears throat> Newtons, Vince Youngs? Of all time and carry the underdogs to the champs? That's a really good question. I would love to see it. And if he does, he will be. What do y'all yeah. think? Yeah. He could. I mean, yeah. All year, man, he, he does. I mean, he should have been the Heisman. He should have been the Heisman. It should not have gone to Jalen Daniels. And then, it was Penix all the way. Who had a longer horn? Uh, the Penix or the Longhorns? 
<laughs> the Penix, of course. <laughs> and then Jack here, the Penix had has got to be firing shots all night long when he talks about playing them against Michigan. He's going to have <laughs> to for damn sure. And then my the Penix just can't. Yeah, say it ball. right. It's that simple. If it the Penix goes soft, Washington can't finish. He hasn't. You can say what you want. He hasn't all season. Um, and, and, you know, last year, I think the biggest problem he had last year, he, he was throwing INTs. He was a gunslinger. He was throwing INTs. It was costing turnovers. He's not throwing INTs this year. Um, he's really cleaned that up. Again, I, I may be optimistic, but I, I, love the, I love the underdog role in games like these. And, again, Steve and I can talk about 2014, underdog the last three games, won all three. And I'm going to throw. I think good teams have that chip on their shoulder. They like that. Yeah. One more comment. You guys are Buckeye fans. He says, I heard some commentator today guarantee Andunze has a better NFL career than Harrison Jr. Let's see what you got, Beef. Fire that commentator right now. Uh, it's, I, um, I mean, it's clicks. Close. It just it, some of it depends on where they go, what quarterback yeah. they have. Because I mean, you can't be a receiver without someone getting you the ball. Yeah, and I what mean, kind of offense they're in? I mean, or if it's just a shitty organization. I mean, he tough. goes to New England. He goes to New England, and let's just say a two or three overall. They have no quarterback there, you know. So he, yeah, in a Dunze, you know, he drops to twelve, fourteen, gets with a good quarterback. Yeah, joining it, you it, from it, Uganda, it, that was cool. Really? Put that one back up. I'm in the house, man. They need some balls and sports equipment for a Shalom orphanage in Uganda, man. Uh, Yeah, I guess we... If that's serious, man, we can look into that. That'd be really cool. Hit us in the the DMs, man. Yeah, get us some 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 details. Would love to support that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you guys like supporting balls all the time. (laughs) I'm like underwear, (laughs) man. Uh, and then prop bet how many times oh, we go. do the commentators almost say Penix wrong well depending. I say it wrong on purpose always exactly it just happens. sounds better been covering the game then damn sure it's happening for sure not with uh, not I want to give it like a 50 and a half not with Fowler and Herb Street they've done it before you know yeah if it was some others I'd say yeah there's a good chance but if it was um, me I'd pronounce man. it wrong did y'all see y'all see that? Let the naysayers know. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let the naysayers know. That was hilarious. We should have put that. We should have got that video on here. We should have. That would have been great. We'll get it up for the next know. one. That's pretty great. That's why I tell my favorite night. Man. One of my favorite college football. <laughs> that was when you saw them like for real. Like Joey Gallo wasn't his like normal stoic he type was person. Dying, man. He was laughing his ass off. <laughs> it was a great moment. But that's all we got, man. I think that's it. I think that's it for the show. Matt, man, thank you for bringing in these bets all season. Beave, man, it's been a pleasure talking football. We're going to try to carry this into the offseason. We got some offseason plans. Uh, we'll talk about those, though, after the nas- national championship game. But Matt, as always, man, love you. Beave, love you. Get us on out of here. Hey, y'all. Hit us up in the comments if there's anything you want us to cover in the offseason. We got some ideas, but if there's any that you need done, hey, we'll put it in the books. We'll get it going. Thank you for joining us, Big Ten Backers. Thanks, Matt, for joining us. Always flying in from Vegas just for our show. 
I appreciate it all the time. I, I don't think you're at Vegas right now, are you? No, I'm I'm grounded for a little bit, you know. <laughs> you got till Monday to get down there and place that bet, huh? Football, yeah, for the most part, football's over. Then we got NFL playoffs, you know. Oh, so you'll be back there again. Are we going to do bets for NFL playoffs? Sure. Why not? Is this a Midwestern goodbye? Because I just got back on another topic. You did. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, join us next time, Big Ten backers. Thank you. God bless. We love you. God bless. It's been real.